Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast and Radio Show. Coming to you real quick on this Wednesday afternoon. Just finished a high-volume lower body day. My legs are smoked. And a little assault bike squat and ski finisher. So if you can tell, <clears throat> excuse me, I still have the skiing kind of bike cough inside me. If you guys have ever went like max effort stuff on the assault bike or ski or row, you know what I'm talking about. It just, it's just like this, this sickness and this pain just like seeps into your body. And it doesn't leave you, and oftentimes it turns into this like exercise-induced asthma, so you feel like you have this you know, kind of phlegm cough you can't really get rid of, and that's where I'm living right now. But I don't have time later today, and the rest of my week is busy with some events and some outside stuff, even with our coaching people here. So I wanted to get you guys a real quick podcast, something to jam to if you guys are you know, out right now doing walking lunges, driving in your car, maybe doing deadlifts, whatever you're into, or if it's just sitting on your ass, hopefully foam rolling or doing something productive. But Today's topic is just three quick fitness tips that can accelerate your results in the gym. And these guys, they're also applicable outside of the gym. And I've said this before, this is for another podcast altogether, but there's a lot of truths in sports and fitness that you can take that can be applied to the outside world. There's a lot of opportunities for you guys to feel resistance, to feel struggle, to take a couple L's, you know, feel some real losses and some pain and some failure which can be applied to everything else. So if you guys are listening to this in just a fitness context, it works really well. But if you think about this in terms of your career, in terms of your education, in terms of you know your calling and your craft, or even your relationships, or your bucket list and things like that, these are all very applicable there too. I, just, I like things that can kind of cross-reference and almost everything I've learned in life, um, short of you know direct experience talking to people and hearing from their stories, I've learned from fitness and from sport. That's kind of where I reverse engineer everything from. It's from my experience, you know, training, lifting, aerobic training, playing basketball, playing football, playing baseball, playing ping pong with your friends, whatever it may be. There's a lot of life lessons you guys can learn in those things. And that's hopefully what you can take out of this. And, and even if you just want to think of it as, a, you know, a one track thing here, uh, if you take it outside of that, you guys can you can basically crush fucking life is what I'm saying. If you guys can own these three things. So, um, in terms of the gym, obviously we all want results. We want them fast. Um, you know, and if you guys really want to speed up the process, these are three things that'll help you kind of get down to business again in everything in your life, not just fitness. So number one, uh, I believe your fitness stuff, it should be about quality and not just the quantity. There's a time and place for high volume. I get that, but high quality volume, not high shitty volume. Many of us have seen the same people, obviously in the gym, um, spending you know hours and hours and hours of their time training. We all know these people. They're there before us. Oftentimes they leave after us, but yet they are yielding minimal results, if any, in their physique, in their endurance, in their strength, in their overall health and fitness and how they move and how they feel every day. Many of us, I think this applies to in fitness, less is oftentimes much more in your training. Now, if you're a lazy person, and you're not doing anything and you're, you're working out maybe once a week and it's half-ass effort, this does not obviously apply to you. But if you guys are in there spending an hour per day and you're not you know, feeling and looking and moving the way you want, less is probably more. Your training program should focus more on intensity as opposed to just duration. I'll say it again. Your training program should be focused on quality and the intensity of that quality and effort as opposed to just duration. Um, the example I'll give is we're doing a ski row challenge here for our people and it's who can get the most meters in 30 days. And a lot of our people have improved. They've crushed it. They're feeling a better connection with the machine in terms of the catch and the drive. And they understand, you know, how to use these machines to 
basically become a better athlete and be more efficient and build their endurance. Now, there's other people we've had do it who just get on it just to get the fucking meters to go up. And again, if you're doing something for so long for these huge long durations, but you're not getting any better, all you're doing is really wasting time, in my opinion. Now, you might burn calories and do something. That's why I think running is not a great tool, and this is totally off point. But running is the easiest fucking thing for people to do. They don't need any money to do it. You put on a pair of shoes, you get out the door, and you just fucking move. Now, that doesn't mean you've mastered running. It doesn't mean you understand like where your stride should be. It doesn't mean you're becoming a better runner. You can just do it. So hopefully that makes sense with you guys. It's quality and the intensity of that quality over just volume and duration. The point, most of us, you know, we work out, we want to torch fat and stimulate lean muscle growth. The odds are most of you guys would be better served by putting in 30 minutes of quality high intensity, high effort training than just shuffling around the gym for hours or two hours, you know, kind of lost, wandering around, taking long pauses and breaks and not really having a concrete plan that's going to be effective for you guys. Now, the quality of your time matters far more than the quantity of time you guys spend training. And I truly believe that. Fitness doesn't take 15 hours a week to be in shape and be fit. For most of you guys, if you're training, you know, 30 minutes a day, three to four times per week, concentrated effort. And outside of that, walking, foam rolling, doing tissue work, maybe playing tennis, basketball, yoga, hiking, doing shit you love. I think for most of you guys, that would serve you greatly over a lot of the other things that are going out there. And again, I'll put it this way. I don't have a problem with CrossFit. The games people, the freaks, or athletes, it's amazing to watch. It comes down to the coaching, like everything in life. But my problem with some of like the CrossFit type stuff, the mentality, when it's just competitive, we're just talking about you know, speed and volume. And again, we're not talking about quality of reps. It's, I'll go back to the rowing thing. There might be people here who row 200,000 meters in the month. I might row 150,000. The quality of my 150 are better than a lot of people's 400,000 meters that they rode. It's the same thing with some of the CrossFit stuff. You know, somebody might lose, quote unquote, the workout of the day, but they had 150 quality reps while somebody had 186 shitty reps, but they quote unquote won the workout. Now, if that's the point of it, you know, by all means, go ahead and do it. But to me, it's always like, if the goal is to actually have our bodies become stronger, become more efficient, to move better and feel better, it's the quality of the reps as opposed to how much you truly did. And again, sometimes when people throw out numbers like, oh, Jeremy, I went sprinting for an hour the other day. I'm like, have you ever watched like an Olympic level sprinter, like train? You can't sprint for an hour. It's just not humanly possible. You maybe thought you ran fast or jogged fast for an hour. But again, if the quality of the sprints are there, you A, cannot go for an hour straight, and the number is much, much smaller volume-wise than many people think it is. So again, quality, you guys, and intensity over quantity and duration every single day of the week. Number two, consistency is key. Uh, I think this is for success in anything in life. Your routine, your program, and your lifestyle dictate your results. As the saying goes, it's not what we do some of the time, but rather what we do most of the time. This couldn't be true, you guys, for fitness and for training. And I'm talking everything from your strength training to your aerobic work to your daily diet all the way down to your sleeping habits, your mobility, everything you do. If you consistently are doing one set of rituals and routines over another, you'll be successful. The things that you suck at in life and are not great at, odds are your routine and the consistency of you doing the quality stuff is far less. If you think about it, if you're great at piano, odds are you're consistently practicing and playing and refining your skills. If you suck ass at piano like me, odds are you hop on it like maybe once a year, you bang on a couple of keys, and then that's it. So again, it takes consistent effort drilled down over time to be amazing at stuff. 
And it has to be consistent to work. One bad day of eating, you guys, doesn't reel all your hard work. Just like one great workout doesn't turn you into Mr. Olympia or like the, the, the greatest athlete in the world. I'll say it again. It has to be consistent. One bad day of eating or one missed workout doesn't turn your body into a bag of shit. Just like one healthy meal and one amazing workout doesn't turn you into the world's greatest athlete. It comes down to consistently following good habits, not skipping days, and putting in consistent effort day after day inside the gym and the kitchen as well. It's like if you want to be like on social media, right? Like people like want to build these followings and, and have influence and you know get these paychecks and build a business and do all this shit. But if you're not consistently on their posting, on your story, in the feed, giving people quality content, having it tie into what you want to do, it's not going to work. It's the same thing with email marketing. Man, there's a guy we work with. I think Pat has sent out an email every single day for the last 13 years. He has not missed a fucking day. And it is impressive to see. But again, he writes great copy. He's putting out great content. And he's consistently putting out an email every day for 13 years. It's super impressive. And that's probably one of the biggest compliments I've ever got you guys in fitness or in business or life in general. Uh, one of the ladies here, she's been with me for seven years. She's like, you know what? You never are like off of it. You're always on the emails. You're always on the internet. You're always in shape. You're always training. You're always eating right. You're always doing the right stuff. And I take great pride in that because there's no, there, that's not a talent thing. That's not a I got gifted it thing. That's just like I'm willing to put in the fucking work. I'm willing to do stuff, you know, five years ago. It, it, here's the crazy thing. You, you know how many emails and messages you guys I get from people who are like, you know what? It, it, this, this works two ways and I'll share it. They'll say, hey, Jeremy, you know what? I've been reading your emails for the last three years. You know, I, I wanna, I'm going to decide to come in today. Now, I send out at least a minimum three emails per week, every single week. If you guys want to be on the newsletter, shoot me a DM. I'll send you on there. We put out a ton of great free content and shit. You'll love it. Now, I send out three emails per week, every single week for the last, for, at least you should be reading for three years. I've been doing it for over 10 years now. So that means this lady has read about 500 emails per, you know, I guess 500 emails total for me. And then finally decided to come in. Now that's consistency right there, you guys paying off. That's me doing something three years ago and her finally coming in now. So A, it either tells you consistency works or two, I'm just a really shitty salesman. It took me three fucking years and 500 emails to sell her on something. But the point is, is that the consistency is key. That's how I've gotten better at mobility. That's how I built up my leg size and my leg strength. That's how I became, you know, better at basketball, shooting. It's how I became more mindful. It's how it's it for sure it was how, how I became a better public speaker by being on camera and practicing thousands of hours consistently into my iPhone, into groups, doing free speeches, doing paid ones. Because consistency, you guys, over time is the key to being amazing at anything. And again, it's it leaks into tip number one: quality and consistency married together is what matters. And again, you guys, tip number three, you have to love what you do at some point. Um, Whether you love the actual activity of it is another thing, but at least loving the process of it, I think matters. If you truly enjoy your training and the activity and the sport you're in, odds are you'll love the results that come with it. When you enjoy something and you love it, you're going to do it even when it's not convenient. Even when you don't want to do it, even when you're tired, you're short on time, you're pissed off, because you're looking forward to it. You can at least either A, you enjoy the activity, you enjoy the process, or you love the payoff of it. Now, you might not enjoy every single aspect of training, but for the most part, you're going to find joy and you're going to make it happen. Even when the days get long and life gets in your way and you don't want to do it. Now, is there stuff we hate? For sure, dude. Do I like doing burpees? No, burpees suck, dude. Everybody hates them. Do I like 
pushing a heavy ass sled, maybe like once, but pushing it for multiple minutes, man, it beats your ass. The same thing with like split squats, like whether it's, you know, doing 50 reps at a time or picking up hundred pound dumbbells and doing, you know, six to 10 reps on each leg. Like there's a certain level of anxiety and suck that comes with it, but the feeling of accomplishment, the feeling that I paid it forward, the feeling that I feel like I can run, I can jump, I can move. I'm the fittest and the strongest I've ever been and I'm the oldest I've ever been. That's part of loving the process of it, embracing the suck of it, if you will. And again, for the most part, understanding that we're putting in the work here and then taking our fitness outside of the gym so I can still compete and run and move and do things that you know, most people have given up on doing and I'm going to continue to get better at them because I enjoy the process of training and what comes with it. And the byproduct is I'm strong, I'm fit, I'm mobile and I look a certain way and I feel a certain way and I have a level of confidence that can't be fucking shaken because I put in the work. So when you guys really enjoy stuff, I think you're going to stick with it longer. And obviously for the most part, you're going to stick with it for the long haul, meaning for the duration of your life. Finding activities you love, finding activities you enjoy, finding activities that you look forward to, if you can do that and at least understand some of it's going to suck, you're going to hate some of it, some of it's not fun, even like mobility is not fun, it's not sexy, it's tough to to sell people on it, Um, but the results that come with it, being able to get into better postures, being able to move, to play with your kids, to run, to jump, to not be sore as shit, to not have knee, hip, ankle mobility issues, that's the key, you guys, so Oftentimes we overcomplicate fitness and getting results. And I can promise you, if you follow the tips above, you not only refine results, but you're going to find enjoyment in the journey. And that's the fucking game, you guys. It's not just about the end destination, whatever that even is. I don't even know. Death, I guess. Like, but whenever the pinnacle of you being your strongest, your fittest, looking your best, I don't know when that is for you. It might have passed for me already. It might still be coming up for me. But the point is, is that finding enjoyment in the process, in the journey, that's what this is all about. It's not just like, it's like when you're married, right? It's not just like having fun and loving each other when you're on a fucking vacation or on a Friday night when you're out to a fancy dinner or with like friends at a celebration. It's when you guys are together on a Tuesday night and you're both tired as shit. It's on a Wednesday afternoon when you both have a couple minutes to talk to each other. That's the journey. You have to love that because because the end destination, because the vacation or the Friday night or the the bikini competition or the 5K race or the Ironman run or just looking a certain way for a photo shoot or for a vacation picture – That's just 10% of what you're doing. The journey in the process is the 90%. So you can't hate the 90% because that's the bulk of your life. Again, it's not just, just the destination, but the journey on the ride to a healthier, happier, fitter you, you guys. So again, if you take anything out of this, it's A, it's about quality, not just the quantity. It's about the consistency And it's about loving what you do. Now, again, I could have made this podcast on your relationship, your marriage, um, or just if you're dating somebody right now, I could have made this on your career. I could have made this on the current job you're in. I could have made this on you being, you know, a better piano player, whatever it may be. These three things are applicable to everything you do in your life. So again, find some shit you love, play to your strengths, be consistent with it and put in quality work over just quantity of work. So again, it's like you can get, you can be busy doing anything. But how much stuff did you get done? How productive were you with your time? I think that's the key. So anything else you guys want to hear on the podcast, hit me up. Let me know. If you're on iTunes, please drop me a five-star. Leave a comment. I'd love to see it. Uh, I have a lot of stuff in the queue, a lot of requests from you guys already, but I'm always looking for new content and things to touch on to provide you guys value. I just don't want to sit here and hear myself fucking talk because I already know all this stuff because I failed about 8,000 times in my life at 
you know, 8,000 different things. And uh, it's been painful. And uh, so that's all I can speak on to a lot of these things at this point. So if you want to hear something, hit me up, let me know. I'm going to drop a bunch of new stuff with you. We've got a bunch of fun guests coming out when I can fit them into my schedule. They're all ready to go. And uh, it'll be fun. And we'll give you guys something cool to listen to. So until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people. And please keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. And if you do truly find value in this podcast, share it on Instagram, share it with your friends, send them the link. I would appreciate it more than you guys know. Have an amazing rest of your Wednesday. Peace.